previously on the Chris Arnold Travel Podcast. My name is Chris Arnold, I'm going on some travels, and you are currently listening to a podcast. And then I turned to witness a male macaque monkey mounting and pounding away at a female macaque monkey from behind. Mr. Pancake, bring me some brunch. China! Once again, it's the Renegade Podcast Maker. Hello and welcome to episode 12 of the Chris Arnold Travel Podcast. My name is Chris Arnold. I hope you all enjoyed that little recap at the top of the episode. I'm just trying to give the podcast a bit of well-needed pizzazz. Thanks for tuning in today, folks, and thanks to a certain DJ Ludwig van Party, who left me a lovely little iTunes review. He put, and I quote, He's no Michael Palin, but he's not the worst thing I've ever heard. Five stars. Well, thanks very much, Ludwig. I appreciate the support. Anyway, on with the podcast. This week, I'm getting my Thailand on. Picking up where I left you last week, after a two-hour wait at immigration control, we crossed the Cambodian border into Thailand. What's immediately noticeable as you travel from one country to the other is just how much wealthier Thailand feels compared to Cambodia. The roads, the shops, the transport, the waste management, everything feels like it's got more money behind it. Intrigued? I later checked the IMF world rankings according to GDP and my thoughts were backed up. Thailand comes in at 74th, Cambodia comes in at 140th. Apparently Qatar is number one and the Central African Republic comes in last at 185th. Wouldn't it be great if one day the Central African Republic football team beat the Qatar football team? It would be like Leicester winning the league all over again. Although Qatar would probably just bribe their way to another win no matter what. Am I right, guys? I'm right, aren't I? Topical football references. This podcast really has it all. From the border, we headed south and spent four days on Koh Chang and four days on Koh Kud, both tropical islands to the east of the Gulf. When you think of that archetypal vision of paradise, the beach paradise that is, not the clouds and pearly gates paradise, both of these places come pretty close. Whilst on the islands we swam in the light blue sea, lounged about on the beach whilst UB40 played on the stereo, ate some delicious food, drank cheap beer, checked out some beautiful waterfalls, got Thai massages, and witnessed a monkey clamber up a coconut tree and shake coconuts out until they dropped. It sounds like I'm bragging here, and I almost definitely am, and that's not cool, so let's move swiftly on to our next stop. After the islands, we headed to Bangkok for a couple of days. Myself and my travel partner slash life guru, Francesca, had already spent one night in Bangkok. Bangkok. Right back at the beginning of our trip before we headed to Beijing. And we spent our time then drinking a lot and then being hungover the following day. This time, however, the mood in the city is slightly different. As many of you may be aware, after reigning for an almighty 70 years and 126 days, King Rama IX has recently passed away. He was highly revered by the people of Thailand, many even viewing him as divine, and in the wake of his death, the country has declared a state of national mourning. Thus, public transport now plays sombre memorial videos, shrines have appeared all over the country, partying has been heavily reduced, and the people of Bangkok are all either wearing white, black, or dark bland colours. We wandered around the city, and it's akin to a lengthy nationwide funeral, which is essentially what it is. Even the mannequins in the shops are wearing black, and many of the shops are only selling black clothes. The heir to the throne, King Rama's son, is nowhere near as popular. I won't divulge too much on here in case the Thai police track me down and accuse me of treason. 
A lot of people see Bangkok as the heart of Southeast Asia. However, if you look at Bangkok on Google Maps, the highways layout makes it look much more like the lady parts of Southeast Asia, which is quite ironic as the word Bangkok itself is partly made up of a slang term for manly parts. Notice I said lady parts and manly parts because I'm not a smart monster. And walking around town, a few men asked me if I wanted to go and see a ping pong show. I refused politely. I'm more of a snooker guy. Whilst in the capital, we stayed with our good friend Sophie, who lives on the 16th floor of an apartment complex in the Ari district. Like many of the folks we've hooked up with on our journey, Sophie is teaching out here, and we went into her school to check out the vibe. The atmospheres seemed very chilled, the playgrounds were full of kids enjoying themselves during the breaks, and the teaching environment felt very laid back. We sat in on a class where the kids played a memory game called Kahoot, each pupil had an iPad, with which they would use it to type in their answer, the winners being revealed on the interactive whiteboard in front of the class. I, um, came last by the way. Bangkok is an absolute peach of a city. Street food stalls are everywhere, delicious pad thai dishes, fresh tropical fruit shakes, delightful little pancake and marshmallow treats, which I can literally feel going straight to my back. As I sat in Bangkok airport, I reminisced on our time in Thailand, such a great country with great people. And then I spotted a massage chair and I thought I'd reminisce and relax at the same time. It seemed a tad expensive, so I just sat in the chair and pretended that I was getting a massage. So relaxing. Oh. Oh. Apparently, those massage chairs are alarmed. Anyway, thanks for listening to episode 12 of the Chris Arnold Travel Podcast, everyone. Next week, I'm in the Philippines. Ooh. All music by Bison, and a big thank you to Sophie for making our times in Bangkok so enjoyable. Thanks, Sophie. Take care, everyone. Bye-bye. <laughs>